0: Pull a bar stool. I am going to freestyle today. We're going to go crazy. All right. No guests, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We're going to talk all kinds of stuff about not only the changes in Facebook, which there are a lot of them, but um, I want to give you an inside look at a couple of other things I'm dealing with in terms of my business growth, my own personal growth as an entrepreneur. Um, and I, I hope I share these stories because I hope they, they help you. And I, I think this will help you. So we're going to talk about um, you know why I'm, I'm kind of making some software infrastructure changes. Uh, talk about my new mini webinar, why I did that. Uh, talk about public speaking and some of my experiences there and my fears. But we'll also get into the new ad create flow based on objectives and the new insights. And we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. I, we even got a little, some bonus material at the end. Now, before we get to the show... We, every week I tell you, go to johnlimmer.com slash awesome. Well, I got a better reason for you to do that this week. Go to johnluer.com slash awesome. You can submit your own questions but via audio. And if you want to just type it in, that's fine too. That And I will pick one that I will read each week or, or that will play back each week. And I'll answer it. Uh, So you can be a star, okay? So all you got to do is go to johnlimber.com slash awesome, subscribe via iTunes if you can, review the podcast via iTunes if you can, and then leave your question nice and simple, okay? We've got a good one today. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Buddy John here from johnlumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook here with another edition of the social media pubcast where each week I invite a different friend to the social media pub and we get drunk on social media. This week it's just you and me kid getting drunk on social media together. So, what are you drinking? What you got there in front of you? If you need some time, press pause, head back to the fridge, grab yourself a drink. Cheers. We're back. We're back. Okay. What do I got? My featured drink of the day. Firestone DBA. Double barrel ale. This is, this is good stuff. I've been going um, mainly Colorado lately. But this, I believe, is an Oregon. Um, though I am having a hard time confirming that right now. But it's some good stuff. I made a trip... Uh, to the liquor store recently Got a bunch of, I like to experiment Got a bunch of stuff I haven't I haven't tried before So this is one of them Cheers to you Cheers Alright so There's so much going on And oh, man It's just one of those things Like where do we start um, And it's not just You know What's happening in Facebook But And I also like to, Especially with these podcasts Share a little bit of a personal side What's going on with me And my business and growing my business. So there's just so much happening right now. And um, so really on on a business level, um, one of the things I'm doing that um, just kind of give you a sense, you know, my growth. I am trying, I'm in the process of moving everything over to Infusionsoft. Okay, so Infusionsoft, and I'm really bad explaining what it does, but it's it's a way automation, right? Marketing automation. So it's tying together everything that's happening on my site, um, people subscribing to things, uh, drip campaigns, email newsletters, sales pages, affiliate programs. Like everyone keeps asking me about affiliate programs, and why is it not that ready yet? Well, this is why I need to get this going. On contact forms, leads, all that stuff, all controlled by the same thing instead of multiple, you know, software hand, handling it uh, all, combining right. So, but I am just, I'm also to the point where as a one man shop, it's just getting harder and harder and harder to do the things uh, that I need to do, and that's one reason why I'm going to Infusionsoft. But like, I have to get over that hump of learning it. And that is a challenge. They have a great training program. Um, I also have a coach that I work with uh, once a week for the first two months. I'm kind of scared of what happens when he goes away. But um, that's actually, you know, I wasn't even meaning to talk about this, but I'm, I'm kind of looking, I'm on, I'm on the lookout now. I've been talking about getting a VA for a while, but if you are a VA who has a specialty in uh, Infusionsoft, Ooh, you got a leg up. Um, let me know. I I could use some help. I really could. So, yeah. That that's that's you know I'm in that. I'm not gonna say no man's land because it's definitely not a no man's land. It's just a transitional period where I'm growing fast, and I can't really keep up. I can't be the one man shop that I've been for so long. Even and I've been talking about this forever, and I just need to be. I need to take the plunge and do it, and and do some of these things like hiring hiring somebody to help. Because uh, I need to make all these things great I'm tired of patching everything together uh, With whatever solution I have available That's why I need FusionSoft To do a little bit of everything for me So that's one of the things I got going on um, Cheers to that, right? <laughs> cheers <laughs> um, Second thing I've got happening Is uh, I just started this new mini webinar Like why in the world did I do that? That is crazy Right, it's, I mean, kind of crazy, kind of crazy. But um, first of all, it was just based on a, a reader suggestion, and I do listen to you guys, I do, and ladies, I listen to you as well. Um, and I, I'm sorry, I used the generic guys, which I know a lot of people don't like. Um, so I, I listen to you all, and um, you know, and I take it all in. And yes, I, I absolutely can't do everything you ask. But this I thought was an interesting idea of doing a weekly mini webinar, where I catch everybody up on what's happening. It's very casual. It's really you know half and half, like 15 minutes just going over what's going on, the latest news in Facebook, maybe a quick tip of what you know what I suggest you can do, 15 minutes of answering your questions, and that's what's been for the first two episodes, and it's been fun. Um, and really, I think the key for me is it's one more way to reach my ideal customer, right? And look, and I'm not a big salesperson at all. I hate selling. It's a necessary evil. um, And I'm sure I pass up money all the time because I don't sell harder. But it is a good way to, whether casually or not, mention my products and services. um, Because these are the people most likely to actually take me up on it. So um, this is a bit of an experiment. Um... You know the first two weeks, I, and I'm trying not to spend too much time on it. And this this week I didn't, which is good. <laughs> I don't don't take it the wrong way, but this is not supposed to be a formal webinar where I obsess over these things, over every every single detail. Not at all. My my latest one is like two slides, and I jumped into screen share of of what these latest changes are, and then took questions. And that's the way I want it to be, really laid back. And maybe we even shared a beer together going forward. So that's the mini webinar. Um, and so it's a little bit more interactive than, say, this podcast is. So um, if you're not familiar with what this mini webinar just go to slash mini webinar. Okay. Um, or else just within the main navigation of my site, you'll see a, a link for my mini webinar, my weekly mini webinar. And or I think it's just weekly webinar. Um, and sign up. And when you sign up, uh, you automatically register for every single uh, episode. So every single Wednesday, it goes from 4 to 4.30 Eastern p.m. every Wednesday. And uh, the reason I chose that time is I felt like it was the best time to reach the most time zones. It's like, yeah, it's going to be late at night for people out in the U.K., but they may still be up. And... It's not too early. I'm always uh, sensitive to the people on the West Coast in the U.S. too because like <laughs> you get a lot of people trying to run webinars or something early in the morning, East Coast, and they're still sleeping out in San Francisco. So um, nice and decent time for you guys out on the West Coast. Even Australia, while well, it's going to be really, really early for you, at least in Sydney, you may actually be able to, to jump on instead of being 2 or 3 in the morning. So that's why I'm doing it. Um, I hope you, you jump on. I mean, the first two episodes have been fun. I had about 100 people chime in and uh, really active. And I felt like it's, it's been a great success so far. But I'm really interested to see where this goes. So that's the mini webinar. Um, I need a drink. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay, another thing really goes along with my my development. And really, one of the things that's been stressing me out. And I'm gl- glad I got taken care of is my public speaking, okay? Uh, That's one reason why I do this podcast. It's one reason why I'm doing the weekly webinar, is that I know that this is um, one of the things I need to work on the most, okay? And um, this week, I was just absolutely honored to be one of the speakers in Social Media Examiner's Social Media Success Summit, which is their like Month long or several weeks long, a couple weeks long, a virtual summit. And on that day, I was following the amazing Amy Porterfield. So, on one hand, that's like, that's awesome. On the other hand, it's like, oh, the stress and the pressure of like following somebody like that and to be have an audience, an amazing audience like I knew I was going to have. And, um, You know, I stressed and agonized over that that, uh, presentation. I rewrote it a couple times. I was concerned that it was going to be too much information. Um, But I'm also just, in general, I'm not real comfortable talking in front of large crowds. Now, webinars, that's, you know, something I've been getting better at. But even that, look, if you were to find my first ever podcast, which I'm not sure how easy it would be to find now. I guarantee I was shaky. Um, this goes back to, man, being a, being a kid and getting in front of a class, and it was it's, it's sweaty palms. I had a hard time, and I'm getting better at it. Um, definitely getting better. That's, I, I think a, a lot of that can be is because of the video blogs that I do and, and the podcasts and my mini webinars in addition to like the actual webinars I do. so it's great. still working on it though. But anyway I thought it I just thought it went great I, I I mean it was like the first couple minutes I had I was trying to get in the groove you know I was a little nervous uh but I think after that I think it I think it was great and um I the the feedback was amazing because again you, the, the that audience of people who were so highly engaged and tweeting like I could not Catch up to all the tweets that were sent to me after that, during and after it. It was amazing, and um, it, it was great. I was, I was just, uh, it was an amazing experience. And if you were there, thank you so much for your support um, and being a part of that. So, it, look, if you're like me, it, it may see some, seem sometimes that people um, who do webinars and do presentations and all that stuff, that they're just natural at it. Um, and like I use Marcus Sheridan as an example often. And I know that he, it wasn't easy for him when he started doing it either. And, and for me, I'm I'm still getting there. But you know what? It doesn't happen overnight. You got to fight through your fears and just do it and practice and do it and do it and do it again. Um, and it will get better. I'm confident it will it better, man, because um, I've got some big events coming up. Um, I'm actually speaking in New York in December at the All Facebook Conference. And I've got another one coming up in 2014 that I'm not sure I'm supposed to announce publicly yet. But it's a big one. Really big one. Cheers. Okay. So now, let's get to Facebook and all the craziness that's happening right now. Um... Over the last, man, I guess it was, yeah, it was just on Tuesday. um, There was this big announcement that Facebook had updated their ad create flow. (laughs) I laugh because it's just deja vu. It's just so funny. I'll get to that in a minute. Ad create flow to be focused on objectives, right? So um, it's impacted both self-serve ad tool and power editor to get to in a minute. But either way, you start creating an ad and Facebook's going to ask you, what do you want to do? And uh, and then you tell Facebook uh, they're one of nine objectives. So it's clicks to website, website conversions, page post engagement, page likes, page installs, app engagement, offer claims, or event responses. And then once you say what you want to do, then Facebook kind of sends you down this funnel of stuff you got to do. All right, so sounds reasonable. So why I laugh was, I think it was June of 2012, Facebook made this announcement that um, they're updating the ad create flow to focus on uh, the the same thing, right, The, the objectives. And it's like they use the exact same terminology. It's just really odd to me. So they make this big announcement now. It's like, well, I thought it was already based on objectives. And if you look at the flow, it really was. Um, and there really weren't, and I, I, was, um, I was initially pretty scared that there are huge changes. Like I'm good with changes, but I'm scared in, in general of what they were going to do to power editor. Um, cause I did not want Facebook to take away, uh, the control that is associated with power editor. And I felt like that's what was going to happen. Okay. So, so it, first of all, I wrote, wrote a post on this, make sure you check it out. I'll put it in the show notes as well. But Here are my impressions. Within the self-serve ad tool, it's actually pretty darn slick, right? It looks really nice. It's very clean. Okay, you hop in. They ask you which of these nine things you want to do. Really clean flow. And um, uh, after that, though, it's pretty much the way it used to be. And which is nothing bad. It's just you know, it's perfect for the new advertiser who doesn't need to do anything all that advanced. Who just wants to create a quick ad? Great for them, right? For you and me, um, you have to look past the slickness of it all. That it still isn't going to satisfy you in terms of some of the amazing things you want to do. Um, okay, so so that's the first thing. Um, but the, the the one nice feature, and I, I'm pretty sure this was associated with this update. Um, it's possible it's been there for a while since I don't use it. But um, when you create a an ad that's generating page likes you have the option to upload up to 6 images and when you do that Facebook automatically generates an ad for each image so that's kind of cool and i wish uh, power editor had an equivalent to that to make that a little bit easier um but they don't it's honestly it's not a huge deal not, and not to go on a huge tangent but it just kind of came to me the duplication of ads is so easy in power editor the selection like you bulk upload six images already and just select an image it's like it's not that big of a deal but uh anyway it it kind of again goes back to the fact that self-serve ad tool is actually getting to be pretty slick whereas power editor while um allows you to do many more things i just wish they'd make it more user-friendly right that's all um but I guess what happens then is that only the advanced, the advanced use it and benefit from it. And that's you and me. So that's okay. Cheers. <laughs> so, so that's the, first of all, the self-serve ad tool. Now, Power Editor, I just felt like this update was completely worthless. Um, look, <laughs> what, what they did was, um, so they had these nine, so they completely stripped out the, the way you usually create an ad. Um, where before it was based on, I think it was an ad, a sponsored story, a uh, video ad, and mobile app, I think, or something like that. I don't remember what it was. So you had like four options, and then once you selected that, then you had all your other ad options, okay? It's, all they did was change how you hopped into your ad options. So they get, now they give you, instead of the four <laughs> options to start, they give you the nine, uh, based on what I was talking about before with the objectives, and then with the objectives, then they still give you ad t- ad types. It's not like they're completely taking away ad types. They're still there. You still got to choose which ad after you t- determine your objective. And you still got to fill out all your copy and your targeting and all that stuff. None of that changes. So it just changed like the very front, very first step of how you hopped into it. Okay, so that's the first thing. The next thing, four ads disappeared. And the ones that disappeared, I was like, are you kidding me? This makes no sense. All right? I, I read a report today even. I say today, today's Wednesday. Check in sponsored stories, okay? Those get more clicks than any type of ad. Guess what? Facebook got rid of it within the uh, new objective-based ad create flow um, within Power Editor. So if you focus on that, the new objectives... It's not available anymore. Uh, they also got rid of the wall. So when someone posts on your wall, you can turn that into a sponsored story. I don't really know why you do that anyway. That's kind of crazy. Um, but you also had the option of turning any post into a like sponsored story. So when anyone likes a post, you can turn that into sp- I thought that's kind of cool. Uh, but you can't do that within uh, the new ad objective based ads. Okay. But the one that really hit me in my heart. Uh, was domain-sponsored stories. wasn't too surprised because um, all along they've been talking about getting rid of spon- sponsored stories or some sponsored stories, and I'm like, please don't get rid of domain-sponsored stories. So I've got one of these running all the time, and what it does is it turns interaction of users with your website into Facebook ads. Okay, So like if they share a blog post you wrote um, on their, on Facebook, not related to your Facebook page, but just related to your domain – you can turn that into an ad. I found that hugely effective in generating more traffic to my site, okay? But Facebook uh, kind of cut that out within the new objectives. Don't fear though, all right, I'll get to it. And then one more thing that drove me crazy that they got rid of, conversion specs, one of my favorite tools. So uh, before, you know, Facebook would automatically optimize, optimize CPM for a specific action. So it be a page like or uh, post engagement or whatever it is, or could be a link click, but with uh, conversion specs you could customize that and change it to something else. Um, but with the, with the new objective based ad creation, Facebook cut that out, which I understand if they want to make it easier. That's that's pretty complicated, okay? Um, and then actually something else that happened as a result. Uh, no, now understand the the ads that came as a result of all of, of, of this new flow, there is an equivalent with the old ads. In every case, you can create the exact same ads, okay? Um, so they didn't offer up anything new by, by making this change. Um, so we did lose some ads, but there's also some redundancy. It's like, The clicks to website and the website conversions, you select either one of those, it creates the same two ads, or you have the options of the same two ads. The only difference would be that on the one for website conversions, you'd need to make sure you select conversion tracking, but you could do that with with what clicks to website as well. It's just kind of stupid. And then uh, app, the mobile app installs, I think it was mobile app, or no, it was desktop app installs and app engagement, exact ads available for both of those um, objectives. Uh it's just and then uh offers. Yeah, you could you could create the same thing for an offer um with with the offer what was it called offer claims uh object objective if you just s- chose page post engagement selected an offer. It's makes no sense. So um so that that's it. as you can tell I'm I'm really kind of annoyed by the whole thing, um especially for Power Editor. That said, Facebook still allows you to toggle between the new objectives and the old ads, so um, it's it's not all bad. It's, you can easily switch back, and I'm even thinking, of in worst case scenario, what happens if Facebook gets rid of it, rid of the old way? Um, you know, it would hurt me in terms of domain sponsored stories. I'd be bummed out about uh, um, conversion specs. After that, it's really the same thing. It doesn't matter. Um, so, I, I, I'm I'm actually somewhat relieved because this seemed like a huge deal when Facebook was announcing it, and then when I finally got it, I poked around like this is ridiculous. So, uh, I'm actually a bit disappointed. Like if you're gonna make changes, make good ones, actually make an impact instead of what I say call moving furniture around, which is really what Facebook did here, especially within Power Editor. All right, so that was kind of a, a wordy discussion on what, what happened there with uh, the new objective-based ads. I need a drink. Raise a glass. Cheers. All right, so next up, um, it's funny because I was preparing my mini webinar and my tip for the day, and I was actually only going to focus on the ad, the new Ad Create Flow, but I was going to give a tip of the day to find your fan-only data, your fan fan-only stats. Because I know this is something that everybody ignores or they think, and actually this was kind of spawned by uh, a post I did earlier in the week about the Facebook metrics that don't mean what you think they mean. And one of those metrics uh, was reach uh, kind of generally or organic reach more specifically. People seem to think that means fan reach, but it doesn't. Okay, I mean, you're, you're reaching all users, In one case, organic, it means you're reaching without ads. In the other case, it's total reach, you know, all the people you've reached, period. In both cases, it includes fans and non-fans. Okay? So it's like, okay, uh, I was going to have it as the tip of the day to step you through how you can find your fan reach and in addition to your other fan stats. So I started poking around and know that, you know, within the last couple hours prior to that, I knew that. Facebook had announced the full rollout of the new insights. Didn't think anything of it because it's like, yeah, I've had that for a while. And then I noticed the the navigation is actually a little bit different. Um, Not a big deal. It's like basically it used to be was it four things in the top navigate main navigation, and now it's like six or seven. Um, it's, they just basically, they were burying a couple of things that were like sub-nav items before the now are in the main navigation. So I don't think there are really any major changes. But but first of all, that was changed. You should know that. But then I was like, okay, I'm, I better go ahead and export so that I know, uh, so I can quickly show this to people on the mini-webinar. And whoa, what happened? As soon as I click it, uh, the the dialog to export... It tells me, hey, so you know, there are new exports to uh, be consistent with the new Web Insights. I'm like, really? Okay. Um, and you can still access the old exports as well. Um, so I did ex- uh, download the the new exports. And I could tell you, first of all, I've just started looking at, at them. I will know a lot more uh, with, <laughs> probably within a few hours. I plan on writing a blog post that after this podcast has been aired... Um, you're gonna go back and and see that post. I hope I don't want to make lies or <laughs> make lies. Make promises I can't follow through on. Uh, but I, a cursory glance, I notice very few differences. Okay. Um, I I notice first of all within the key metrics of the post level export, there appear to be fewer columns. Okay. So I think they cut out a few things. Uh, otherwise, it looks like I think they have the same columns for fan only data. Um, They have much, in general, it's much of the same data, all right? Uh, So you're not going to jump into these exports and be wowed by, man, it's amazing. It's like so much easier to use now. No, it's still an export. It's kind of brutal to work with, but lots of great data in there, okay? So so no, there have been changes made to those exports as well. Uh, I'm not real clear yet what those are, but uh, you should check that out. Um, and again, I'm going to write a post to kind of uh, isolate, you know, what those differences actually are. But, you know, it, the, the new insights in general, and I don't know if I've talked, it's probably been a while since I talked about this, but they really, it's really easy to use. I really do like the new web insights. I've I found myself using it way more than I used to, and as a result, using the experts a little bit less than I used to. Um, which is kind of bad because the experts really have the, the good stuff. But um, I love the the uh, the way that you can select dates now. It's so much easier to do that and um, highlighting specific parts of graphs and things that, to pull data out or push it, put it back in. Um, and also like the best time of day to post. I read a post by Emmerich Arnault from uh, Agora Pulse who said we're crazy for liking that that it's stupid. But I completely disagree with him. His argument was, well, since it's based on when your fans saw any post, not your own post, it's worthless. I think that's completely opposite. I think the reason that it shows when they interacted with other people's posts is why it uh, is valuable. Because they may ignore, first of all, they may ignore me. Second of all, um, I may have a routine of when I post that could be wrong. And when you have a routine, it's really hard to tell when the best time of day is to post unless you post all day all the time, so you don't really know when you when the best time to post is without knowing when your fans are online so I thought that was a really good that's a really good metric to show me that um it looks like anywhere from eight to nine in the morning until you know six or so at night but my my stats don't really level out that much just because of a lot of you folks are from uh, other side of the world, which is awesome. So um, that's one reason why I post at all hours of the night. But I found it to be very, very helpful. That's one of my favorite tools there. All right, so I'm going to have one more thing I want to talk about, but I've got to work on this Firestone DBA, so hold up. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> all right, so that was the new insights. Not a whole lot to talk about there, but you should check it out. I also started alluding to um, a post I wrote about the, the three Facebook metrics that don't mean what you think they mean. And I want to dig into that a little bit more. So the first was total reach and organic reach. A lot of people just seem to think, oh, no, I really don't want to go on this tangent, but just once I would like to read a post, uh, a status update, something about metrics where people aren't freaking out about reach. I, I've kind of given up on this one. I don't really know what else to say. Because sometimes it's so obvious to me. And I know maybe I ignore reach more than I should. But it just doesn't mean anything to me. Because like everyone's always focusing on this this number. And I never once hear him say, Okay, my reach is down. And so is my engagement. So are my conversions. So are my link clicks. Those are the things that matter, man. Um, reach... Unless your only goal is awareness, uh, your main goal is awareness, reach doesn't mean anything. And not to mention, it's so buggy, so up and down that what can you believe anyway? So I don't care about reach. I just don't. And um, and what's funny is I, I read a comment in a post about reach recently where the person even said that they were so frustrated that their reach was its like half of what it used to be, but their engagement's actually up. But they were so frustrated. What does that mean? I don't understand that. Why Why are you frustrated if if, you're, if your if engagement's up? So um, I just I just really struggle with that because ultimately, we all have goals of, of what our page needs to do, and your bottom line isn't reach, um, in most cases. Again, your bottom line is what leads to conversions, um, what leads to sales, what leads to money, what leads to revenue. I just said three words that mean the same thing. But um, reach, if what Facebook says they're doing is correct, which it appears to be, they're having, your post is now reaching more relevant people. So it could be reaching fewer. But if you're getting the same amount of engagement, same amount of conversions, you actually may be getting more. Just like this other person said their their engagement was up. Because they're not... Being flooded with a bunch of stuff they don't care about, so the stuff that's in their newsfeed is is in their newsfeed is actually relevant, so they're more likely to engage with it. Um, but anyway, so that was my tangent on reach. I just I'm, I'm pleading with you all, if we, if we could just take a break from from worrying about it, and do me a favor: if you see someone freaking out about reach, ask them this one question: How have your conversions been? And I'd like to see a chart. <laughs> is that if their conversions fell off a map, if their link clicks fell off the map, if their engagement fell off too, that's cool. Uh, then I, I understand being ticked off. But if your only complaint is reach, I just, I don't care. I'm sorry. Okay, so that's reach. Uh, but the other metrics, uh, people don't seem to know what they mean, are talking about this and engaged users. So talking about this, they see that big number underneath uh, their page. And that is basically anyone creating any story about your page. So that could be liking your page, checking in, liking, commenting, sharing a post, uh, claiming an offer, on and on. Anything where it goes in their news feed that they interacted with your page in some way. But understand, so this isn't just related to your content. It's anything related to your page. So a lot of people will say whether it's a page... This this represents their quality of content. No, it really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. And a big reason for that is if you have a high advertising budget, you can always maintain a high talking about this because you're gonna focus on getting new likes. And if you're focused, and especially if you're focused on getting really cheap likes that don't mean anything, you're gonna have a really high talking about this because you have all these stories created about people liking your page. They might be bots, it does not matter, but they're creating stories. So that's one of those uh, uh, stats that people confuse a lot. And one that's very closely related, and I didn't even mention this in in the post because it's so closely related is engaged users, um, because they again they think that engaged user is somebody who who comments, likes, and shares, which is, but it's other stuff too. It's any type of click on uh, your content or your page. Um, now Facebook adds to confusion with the new Web Insights. So I don't know if, if, if they've updated the definition of this, but we shall see uh, within the new exports. But kind of the way they describe it within the web insights it is confusing. Um, but in the past, it's always been any type of click for, is an engaged user. And finally, the last stat is a new metric within those web insights. It's post clicks. And a lot of people confuse that for being link clicks, and it's not. And that is simply any click on your content That is not a comment, like, or share. So that's a photo click. It's a video play. It's clicking to expand uh, your description. Clicking to expand the comments. Clicking on someone's profile who who commented on a post. On and on. on. So those are all post clicks. All right. Um, and, And link clicks, one of my favorites, can only be found if you dig into your export. All right. Do we get it? We got it. We're not going to confuse these metrics again. Now, um, insights, that's actually something, a topic I've moved away from. Um, I used to focus on a lot. But really, ever since I had launched my Power Editor program, I'm focusing more and more and more on ads, which is, makes sense, right? Um, but you should know, end of the month is my goal, launching my next training course. And you may guess it, it's going to be on Facebook Insights. Stay tuned for that. I'm planning on a very similar launch in that it's going to be a hop in early to get for half off. It's not going to be fully ready when it's launched. It's going to be a prepay because I don't know how many people are going to be interested in this. I think with ads, um, I probably shouldn't have been surprised by the demand for it because people who want to invest in advertising are going to want to save as much money as possible so they want to get good at it. So the insights, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So I'm going to release that a half off as well. Uh, but I'm also planning on going out immediately with a uh, an affiliate program. So stay tuned for that too. Last call. All right, so I just called the bartender for our tab. Look, man, I've been getting you every single week. It's about time you repay me back. So uh, to pay that tab... Uh, Why don't you just go to johnlimber.com slash awesome, like I said at the top of the show. Subscribe via iTunes. Review the podcast. You can even leave a question that I'll answer for you next week. Okay? We good? All right. So thanks so much for enjoying a beer with me today. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.